Welcome to another special edition of the Covenant Presbyterian Church podcast, a weekly broadcast of our Sunday sermon. I'm Kate Calusiestes, one of the pastors on staff. Covenant Presbyterian Church is an open and affirming congregation. Our primary mission is to equip God's people to serve Christ in the world. In our messages, we hope that you will find inspiration, encouragement, and even challenge for your journey of faith. We invite you to listen with us now. I have, by the way, always wanted to hear this text preached on Youth Sunday or Confirmation Sunday because wouldn't it be great to hear the youngest members of a congregation explore the idea that the first person with whom Jesus defies death is a 12-year-old girl. How affirming of everyone's value in the sight of God that could be for our young people and for the rest of us. And what an instructive gift it is that the 12-year-old girl is not the only one healed in this text. The two sandwiched stories we just heard are told only as a set in Mark and in Matthew and in Luke. If you want one of these stories, you get the other one too. And apparently, it's important for us to know that Jesus' ability and desire to heal people is not a one-hit wonder. No, all the needy are made whole. The woman and the girl and the girl's father and the rest of her household and the woman's community, which cannot be complete without her, And even the crowd, which in Mark is pretty much a character in its own right, even they, we, who press in upon Jesus in obvious need of something good to believe in, I bet even the crowd also receives healing. In this passage and in this world, There is such tremendous need of God's healing power. No one is exempt from the need, and no one is excluded from the grace. Whether the supplicant is a powerful man whose name and position have been biblically recorded for posterity, or an anonymous woman known only for her chronic ailment, whether the plea for healing is a public pronouncement or a surreptitious reach, whether the intercession is for oneself or on behalf of another, it doesn't matter. Jesus is in the midst of all need. Jesus meets the petitions of the privileged with perfect grace, and yet he stops in his tracks to give preference to the needs of one who has no status, no name, no money, no advocate. There is such variety of need, and Jesus is present to it all, healing the world bit by bit. Jairus, local leader, man of name and rank, strides toward Jesus to humbly plead for his little girl who is at death's door. The situation is dire, and without a word, Jesus heads in that direction. But another desperation enters the picture, And I want you to hear now how Mark's grammar conveys the torrent of desperation that propels this poor woman. Mark writes it this way. A woman 
having been bleeding for 12 years and having endured many treatments from many physicians and having spent all her money on them and having benefited not one bit and having gotten worse instead, having heard about Jesus, having come up behind him in the crowd, touched his cloak. Can you feel all that leads up to that desperate lunge for the slightest contact with this one who just might help? Such gritty need, such gritty hope. And it works. And what's more, Jesus wants to meet her, not to reprimand, but to enter into relationship with this woman of such need and such hope. And he sees her trembling there in awestruck gratitude, knowing in her body, as the text says, that this extraordinary person has answered her unspoken prayer. Jesus sees her, and in one word, daughter, he asserts her status as a child of God, and then he offers her shalom. While that beautiful benediction is still glistening in the air, the message arrives that all is lost for the story's other daughter. While Jesus had paused to personally acknowledge the woman, spending precious time bestowing on her the wholeness of relationship, in that time, Jairus' daughter has died. But Jesus, speaking heaven's favorite phrase, do not fear, he dismisses this grim outcome. Accompanied only by three disciples and the girl's parents, Jesus again attends to the individual person before him, taking the girl's hand and telling her it's time to get up. And she does. And she is well. And Jesus speaks into a room of astonishment and relief and joy, saying, give her something to eat. Jesus' firsthand knowledge of human need his responsiveness to the needy. May we all feel it. Because in today's text, we encounter two dire needs and we celebrate two happy endings, but we all know, some of us more painfully than others, that even our most fervent prayers, most urgent pleas, do not always yield the outcome we pray for, we hope for, we can't pretend that the two-for-two two healing streak depicted in this passage is what we all necessarily experience. Yet, we can turn to God in gritty hope, confident that we are heard and seen and loved. However ineffectual prayer may seem, and while we're being honest, let's just say it, prayer can seem ineffectual it nonetheless draws us into relationship with the relationship-seeking God. However ineffectual it may seem, prayer is strengthening because it connects us to the goodness of God. Prayer opens us to healing, helping us toward wholeness. Prayer is always a way to become available to be deployed by the Holy Spirit on behalf of others, and so prayer is a way we participate in God's ongoing work. And that's important, because there is such tremendous need of God's healing work. 
I mean, nobody is without that need, and nobody is excluded from that grace. And so no matter our desperation, and sometimes it feels pretty desperate, we pray in hope. Even when that hope, instead of being standing on tiptoes hope, is hanging by fingernails hope, hope that's as gritty as our neediness is met by grace that exceeds our need. Such needs, such hope, and such a gracious God to whom we may turn in prayer and by whom the world is healed bit by bit. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Covenant Presbyterian Church podcast. And please visit our website, covpresatl.org, for more information as well as our full archive of recorded services to learn more about us and to get in touch with us. We wish you well in these times of upheaval. Grace and peace to you.